Mailbag preview show episode 292. Uh, we've got a full cast once again. Uh, boys, anyone watched the cricket last night? Yeah, yeah I did. Actually, well done, full credit to you for bringing that up on your own. You've got yeah. me there. I was keeping that up my sleeve. Sounds like Peter was too. Sneaky Pete. Well, uh, Isn't uh, T20 was... awful though in the scheme of things? Like, I mean, it's honestly, like it's good when it's good, but when it's bad, it's absolute dog shit. Yeah, but it's better than watching maths. Oh. It was, oh. it was... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, I, I was, uh, we did the last, like, we had to do stages of the early crow podcast and it was like on while we were doing it. And Oof. and I left the house where she was watching one of those shows. And I just thought, how good is it that, like, we've been able to watch cricket for so long this summer? And the test is about to start. Yeah. Test is going to be far more interesting. We'll see where we're at. We, we didn't get any guide beating up against the blind school over the summer. So, you know, Kiwis uh, have been a very consistent side for what, the last six years or so? Yeah, and Peter, often very, very green decks. Oh. Nippy little like numbers. A, like a green deck, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of life in it. Um, <laughs> classic white Kiwi stuff, you know? You can't trust what it's going to do early in a, in, in a test match. What about when he flicked that ball off his pads with three to go? He just flicked a full toss for six, hit the the boundary rope thing on the full. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. It was. He's a massive block. unit. He's bigger than Mitch Marsh. Yeah, he's a big boy. Um, it was an enjoyable watch. I thought, fuck, well, I thought we had it won really, but uh, apparently not. Oh well. Anyway, um, speaking I, of cricket, because yeah. I watch old cricket on YouTube, mm-hmm. I, I caught this delivery of Wazzy Macram bowling to Viv Richards in the forty-third over in Australia. Sort of when Fib is on the just about to finish, and amazing, worth a walk, watch. Um, Viv decided that he probably was getting too old for the game afterwards, but he just he just kept his eye on the ball and ducked this this bouncer that was incredible. I thought you were going down the uh, the uh, Imran Khan line there, Rob, for a second. No, no, it was, it was yeah, Imran would have been on the tour. I remember watching it as a kid. Um, Richie Richardson, great West Indian team, but yeah, 2020 is dog shit. Be better off watching you know youtube all right um we'll get into the racing <laughs> after the little cricket preview show there um bit of a grim uh preview show tips once again apart from rob he's found uh fangirl who is absolutely pissed in there first up uh so we've got pete up 48 dollars whoa Rob, <laughs> our down $70, and Jack and myself uh, down $300, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> but that's all right. We'll be we'll we'll be back. When are we going to wrap this one up, just so I can sort of, you know, attack my staking well, responsibly? I think, you, I think you said when we're when we're all together. Um, oh, shit. That's close. Okay. But, yeah. Sort of mid, mid-March, mid to late. How, how good was Fangirl Pistol? Very, very good. Um I think I said it in our Discord or in was it your private Discord channel? Uh, shades are very elegant in that mm. Waller somehow has got Fangirl going career best. I don't even know how old she is, Rob. You'd probably be able to guide no, me there. Yeah, this is order. Yeah, it's only five, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah looks um... all money like she's going to be winning a grand final this prep, whatever that grand final is. He does have a habit of getting them going. Better and better, the older they get, the grouse mares. Yeah, this is a, this is a grouse one. She's 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 an athletic one. Um, you know, she's not a big tank. I usually prefer the the tank, so she's never 
really want to mine as a younger horse. Um, she's not the just... original Panther, is she, Rob? No, no, that's that's we're going back years for that for that one. That that was like a Group Two Waller or something. Um, <sighs> what was it? He's had a few, he's had a few. He, I actually quoted two Panthers on Saturday for Waller. The the Switzerland thing that got up and Fangirl was the other Panther. Fascinating um, ride that race. I mean, I just can't understand. <laughs> I couldn't understand in run why T Berry like gave J Mac the OSL like and sort of restrained his and then had to go around it. Uh, I thought that horse was a good run. And the and the and the cult that you mentioned on our review pod, the done deal for the mail, for my mailbag clients, um, that done deal cult, he could be pretty special. I thought we weren't going to give too much away this on this preview. <laughs> Should have said he paid. He gave away everything on on, on Monday's preview spot. <laughs> now look at him. I'm anyway. regurgitating what we said, and he's 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 pulling me up. Yeah, well, you pulled me up. All right. All right. We'll get into the uh, the racing on Saturday. We'll start with Rose Hill. We'll have a couple of look, couple a look at a couple of races at Rose Hill. Uh, we'll start with race seven at the Group Two Millie Fox for fillies and mares over thirteen hundred meters. A uh, couple of decent ones returning here. Zugotcha, Vienna Princess, uh, La- Lady Laguna's come up the short favourite. Rob, firstly, Lady Laguna three on the trot. Um, Hard to beat. You'd think so. Mare in form, old old saying. Um, Zugotcha. Never re- yeah, yeah. It, it's it's sucking me in. It's got form around. Uh, you know, I think I'll have to be on it for mental health. But it looks a tough race. Anything could win. We could get, you know, no rain. We could get ten mils. Um, it, it's hard to to bet at this stage. All right. Okay. Um, like Vardy's going really well. Look at that. He's going for four in a row as well. Yeah. Any thoughts here, people, Jack? No, not particularly. This meeting has a lot of variability to it. As Rob said, there's a bit of rain forecast around what this race you've got five first up horses to contend with. I would be more than happy to, to follow Rob's read here of a few of the, the Wallace stable anyway. Um, as he pointed out, you know, Fangio was so very much ready to go first up there, wasn't she, Rob? So uh, if there's something similar there, especially oh. with a horse like Zugotcha, who does appreciate like a softer track, like that's probably the yeah, way. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Find yeah. Well, you worried about the inside draw though? No, not really. Yeah, she's got tactical speed. You know, when they want to use it, J Max on. Like every chance you could actually sort of one off the fence here from gate two on the outside of Renaissance Woman. So I think that's probably what they'd be looking to do. It does look a very much a yard race. And yeah. um, speaking of late mail, what did you do last night, Pete? How did you celebrate? I mean, you had to get through 12, um, 12 of the best there at Ascot, uh, kicked off at four sand down. Like it yeah. made me feel uncomfortable and disorientated, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, you know, I feel like we invented the Dutch rider and we're going to Dutch rider you right now. One of the great sets all time, midweek. Yeah, we talked about it, Rob. We, I told yeah. him, I said, get this set. You get 12 races of value. There's like seven out, 19 back, something like that. It was fat. What did you do last night? Did you cook a little dish or did you order something in? No, nah, no, nah, pizza. Pizza from one of the local joints. Just does like <laughs> a good sort of junk food pizza. You know, the one yeah, where it's yeah, got yeah. like the good ingredients, but it's like just dripping with grease and oil yep. and then um yeah finish the uh episode five of true detective night country so one to go i'm watching that it's good yeah 
It is good. Really? Is this yeah. the new one with Jodie Foster? Yeah, Jodie Foster's one of the greatest of all time. It's yeah. like just yeah. bringing back Is she a bit of a Clarice. predator in that? Oh, yeah, very much so. It's good. Right up your alley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, my timeline's telling me it's no good. No Russ Cole anyway. Um, oh, although, it's, like, it's about... like Nathan Lyon coming after Shane Warne. It's still he's a great cricketer. Just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, and it's yeah. linking into Russ Cole as well. There's a couple of little offhand remarks that relate back to, to season one. Just bringing it yeah. full circle. Yeah. See, my ADHD, Pete, didn't let me wait for the episode five. So I started watching the Vince Vaughn, uh, Colin Farrell one. Yeah. What'd you I'm going to go that? back to that when it's like filled up a bit more. Yeah. I uh I saw season two before season one, so everyone hated season two. But if you watch season two without see, seeing season one, it's actually pretty good. Mm. Anyway, people just want the same thing over and over again because it's like you know the the member berries. I watched half of episode one, season one. I said this is the best show I've ever seen, just about. And I was getting right back into it because I haven't seen it for six years. And then Emma, eight months pregnant, said, "Oh, I've seen this." <laughs> Had to pen that. Anyway, should we go back to the racing, John? No, what about best show I've ever seen? R.I.P. Uh, Ewan uh, McKenzie, uh, Big Keith in the office. Um, best show ever made. R.I.P. Keith. What do you think of Afterlife, Rob? I'm watching that at the moment. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, not, yeah, not. I prefer Derek to it, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, not a bad show. <laughs> All right, uh, I love the um, I love that show so much. Afterlife, and I love the oh. the, the guy with the beard who's the um. Yeah. Like, got the issues, you know, oh, not no, the postman. Well, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, but well, you're, a prosy. In De- you're a prosy. Yeah, yeah. He's actually better in Derek. He, See, what I do is <laughs> I get myself a little bit. <laughs> sorry, right. Jono. Sorry. 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 Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go to the three old cults. Exactly. Yeah. So, Millie Fox, a uh, bit of a yard. <laughs> um, any rain about you would think would suit the zoo gotcha, I think. But uh, we'll have a look at the Hobartville. Uh, race eight, fourteen hundred, group two. Uh, well, who have we got on top here? Uh, Tom Kidding comes up favourite after a first up sixth there in the uh, Eskimo Prince. Rob, is that the is that the right form? You think? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, there's a lot of uh, you know uh, question marks around a fair few of these. Um, as as you know, as it should be, there are three year olds. Um, end cap looked more forward the other week. I mm-hmm. think that's probably the right race. If he's nine ten dollars now, it might be considering a bet. What what can you give me a price on him? I haven't nine looked into at the six, price, Rob. Nine six into six, six. Yeah. <laughs> nine into six. There it is. All right, yeah, that would, yeah. And Tom Kitten's obviously the class horse of the race. Um, you know, I guess a lot, a lot's going to be how this race is run. Um, but NCAP being a you know go forward horse would have some favours. Um, outside that, you know, who, Raff Attack and uh, Sailwolf, Cafe Millennium is a big, big boy. I, I could possibly be interested in him, um, but he's not getting any weight. So, you know, you'd want 30, 40 to 1. Well, I thought Sailwolf was a big price. Lightly raced, good ability. Reasonable SP profile. Uh, maybe first up's a risk, but I think yeah. it's a horse with good ability. Could be in for a nice preparation. Uh, Tom Kitten's just too obvious. Like ninth best, seventh best, last hundred of the day, last start. Uh, everyone saw it. 
I think it'll dip in and dip back out in price, um, pending how this track's racing, Peter. Yeah, this is, I don't know. Look, as I keep saying, Sydney racing seems way too hard at this point in time unless you're going through all the replays, and I'm not. So I'm more than happy to just uh, watch what's right. Still as we're told. Yeah. Mm. Oh, look, NCAT was meant to be a huge result in the um, yeah. stallion-making race for it. Um, or it got done by Militarise who I don't think is, you know, which which fell into second last week. I thought um, NCAP is looking more and more obvious to me as yep. we're talking. All right, perfect. Uh, we will move on to Caulfield then. Uh, we'll have a look at two of the Group 1s there. Race 8, the Group 1 Blue Diamond for two-year-olds over 1,200 metres. Fascinating. Do we here? The map looks uh, chaotic, as you'd expect, somewhat. I, I think, firstly, like full credit to this race. This is a beast. Great race, exposed form, uh, angles everywhere. I don't know if they put more money into this race or something, but it's a bloody good race. Um, I reckon if you went to the pub and it was packed, you'd find a bloke that liked every single runner in this race, Peter. If you, yeah, I, I agree. If you with want that. to talk to enough of them. And it's funny, isn't it? Because, Jono, you said the map looks chaotic, and look, it may well be, but at the same time, there's also a pretty defined leader and lady of Camelot, and the rest of them might just sort of say, well, you know, the gay bot horse with the hippo on board is going to lead, and we're just going to sit and try and find a spot and run. So the although you would normally expect a two-year-old feature them to go pretty quick, maybe it's just going to be even here. Um, I think there's two chinks yeah. to that. Well, there's a scenario where, yeah, that's a leader, but then Anisa, uh, Coleman, Bodyguard, they all want to be like leaders back, midfield, forward to midfield. Mm. So then that sort of puts the Hayasugis, the Zesty Mans, particularly Spywire, stay focused. They're the two in a position of like, well, we're going to ride this speed comfortably four and five wide, which I think would be fine, mm. but they won't. And then they've either got to send them and put tempo onto the race, and then they sort of become roadblocks in that three, four, five line cornering. Mm-hmm. I think that then really helps Lady of Camelot. Uh, or they snick, and then, yeah, it is real slow. Yeah. I mean, look, let's just straight off the bat, the figure of Lady of Camelot at Rose Hill is clearly the clubhouse leader of any of these two-year-olds so far, and it will get to lead with one of the better riders of leaders for one of the better stables of or trainers of two-year-olds. So... You know, you have to have something on Lady of Camelot, I think, at some point in your book. I don't even think, like, yeah, it's not that they are the best two-year-old trainers. And he's a very competent rider on a leader. Yeah. I think it's a starting point. I agree with you. Yeah. From there, it's just a case of, right, how's the track playing? Because I think we've both got time for horses drawn on the inside, gates one and two. But really, might be a case of if you're not leading and uh, you don't really want to be on the inside part of the track. So if that's the case, you can sort of just look at Kuro Yanagi and uh, Matisse and say, "Well, look, we're probably just going to leave you out, or, or just have you for a, a saving result at best, because you're getting odds on both of them, so it doesn't cost you as much to to basically save your your result there." Anisa was a horse that was friendless in the market last start after being dominant two back. And now gets gate five. So you'd have to think that with that gate, they're going to ride the horse a little bit more positive 
than uh, what the stewards report suggested. Otherwise, when it began awkwardly, but it actually jumped pretty clean and uh, was restrained <laughs> back to last of a small field. Um, and then you're looking for just natural improvement with a few of these. So Bodyguard created absolutely at top their last start, whereas, say, a horse like Stay Focused, you get very warm late and I think had a fair bit more improvement to come when you're comparing the two and has the SP over it. So if you sort of just remove that wide gate, if you are looking at those wider lanes in the straight, which I think they probably will be by this stage of the day, I think Stay Focused might be a drifter, but a horse you can certainly uh, factor into your considerations. So that's the way I'm looking at this race. Disappointed in her eyes or in uh, in her eyes, didn't get a start here. I thought the, the run was really good there and you're getting huge price to here to find out. So first emergency, um, if uh, if it makes a... Bodyguard like presented like a little bit lame this morning. I saw it on the um, stewards on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So you live in hope because yeah. they, you know, this is the proper race. So they test them and test them and <laughs> test them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I didn't even mention Hayasugi, and really, like, if you've been following Hayasugi so far this prep, I mean, there's no reason not to follow it again. I think it's the one. Like, I lean heavily to your opinion on on the data of the tracks. Always have, always will. It's a box ticker, and it gets the PR map. It should be three wide, cover, midfield, get its chance. It's a huge price. Monstrous price. I think Anisa is the easiest bet of all time. Like, how is it that price? I've got no fucking idea how it's that price. Just off its SPs alone, let alone its data let alone it closed identical to Coleman after being snicked last start. Like, let alone it's PG Moody, like... Did we say Damien Lane? Oh, it's just, it ticks every box. You can go back and, and take out its first Caulfield number and it's it's probably the second best rating here. Mm. And I've sort of decided about? to blend them a little bit because it's giving it an unfair advantage, I thought, ratings-wise versus some of these. Um, I, I really like those two, map-wise and ratings-wise. I um, agree that if you bet into the race, you just at least have to be not losing on Lady of Camelot, if not winning on it, because it just ticks all the boxes that you need to tick in these big races. It's the right stable, it's the right map, it's got Krauss form and it's Sydney form, which is normally pretty good here. Uh, I'm praying to God that we're wrong about this track. <laughs> and this track, yeah. despite being renovated and having a whole year off, is like Caulfield is so lucky that Mooney Valley exists and is 30 years old. Because <laughs> Caulfield's Caulfield hangs out with Randwick and Rose Hill as far as tracks go. It's inconsistent and it's very hard to figure out. It's an opportunity for you as a punter to to hone into a pattern through a day, but it makes it pretty tricky to make a decision to have a bet before a race meeting. Yeah. Um, but if the rail is inferior, which it was disgracefully last time we were there, um, that really hurts Matisse and... Um, um, your man, Kuro Yanagi. Kuro Yanagi. <laughs> I love those two horses here at the prices, yeah. particularly Karanagi. Yeah. I think it gets on a normal fair track, 
it's the horse I want to back. It's going to probably get the favourites, or it's going to get Lady of Camelot who might start favourites back. So it's it's likely going to, it's favourite to get out of the coffin. It was very good in inferior ground last start at Caulfield. Um, but the only horse that I sort of not mentioned a lot that's right in the market is Coleman, and I just think he's short enough. I, I I worry they're going to ride it a bit cold and not panic from the great draw and end up a pair further back than you want to be, which will in turn do the same to bodyguard. And I think dampen their chances versus the price they're offering you. I agree stay focus could... I think it'll run a big race. I'd be so gutted if we owned it, like just to draw 15. What are you doing with high octane? Because that was the horse that was rails in run last start. It was, as you said, it was a, not the spot to be, especially in the latter half of the card, but an SP favorite versus, you know, a few of these contenders and it's seemingly on the drift and it might continue to drift. I think we just have to put a number on it, but I doubt it's going to drift to the number I put on it. I yeah. hate the map. What about the the toppy from the English race in Sydney? I thought that the, the run there was pretty good the other day, or is that race poison? Hate the map. It's just the map's disgusting. It's like it's putrid. It's, it, uh, okay. But so there's just there's no way it can kind of not be. Spy has got numbers that are competitive here, but I just hate the map. I hate the combo. It's the wrong rider for that sort of horse, in my opinion. John Allen does not suit like a wide roll forward horse. I'd like John Allen on like Coleman or Bodyguard, but not on this horse. Which is funny because we're talking about jockey suiting horses. I really like the booking of Luke Curry for Matisse. I know it's true on gate one, but I think, and we've said this a couple of times, Luke Curry is probably one of the better thinking jockeys in Victoria, especially. Mm. So if he's sort of getting a, a read that the inside is off, I could expect him dropping Matisse out from gate one and just basically trying to peel off on the turn and, yeah, and there's definitely a scenario, I reckon, where like Coleman and these are these sort of horses run a race and he just sort of follows them out. Yeah. Even if he is rails and run for the first 600 metres. Yeah. It's a fascinating race, isn't it? It's great. Like you, everyone's going to have an opinion. And, and or Pete, they overreact to the, um, yeah, yeah, to the rails and run inferior. Like Hippo edges off, they all start edging off and. Matisse, like it's it's not like quicksand. It's just a little bit slower and inferior. Yeah, up the guts. Covers twelve hundred meters while the rest of them are covering twelve hundred and forty-five, twelve hundred and eighty meters on the better ground. I don't know. It's a phenomenal race, um, and I will be betting heavily into it. I want to take a little bit more time to figure out exactly how I'm going to stake it, but. Um, yeah, I'm feeling a sort of four-unit spend, to be honest, and I normally would spend about 2.5 on a big betting race for me. Oh. Why can't um, Bodyguard back it up, Pete? Seems to get a decent map here. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any speed. reason why not. It's just it's probably just, I don't know, I, I'm looking at others to improve more than what he is. He was like tuned right up for that last start, um, and, and he was a drifter in the market, so look, the... You know, the market expectation wasn't really there despite his parade, so. Would you say, Pete, also, it's just the maps, like, the map advantage for me is, like, Anisa, mm. Lady of Camelot, maybe Hayasugi, then Coleman's going to be sweet, then Bodyguard's going to be a little bit less sweet than Coleman, so if you want to get stuck in at that pointy end, it's kind of Coleman. Yeah, 
yeah, I think that's probably a fair call. But I mean, you get it like Zara is still, as we've said, Zara is one of the one of the kings of big races, isn't he? So, and remember last year's one at uh, Royal Sandown, God's Carpet. Um, uh, yeah, Mickey D like one of the greatest rides of all time on Little Bros. Yeah. Oh, don't bring that up. Fucking Smoke Don pipe, Port. cut Don corners. Um, Jeepers, creepers, should have pissed in. Yeah. Sydney form. Yeah. Brutal. Thanks for bringing that up, Jack. <laughs> yep. All right. Oh, you're welcome. Um, that's a good good preview there of the Blue Diamond. We'll move on to race nine, uh, which is the Group 1 Oakley Plate over 1,100 metres. What are the initial thoughts here on the map, Jack? Um, like Charger Light Brigade shit. Scary. Chaos. Out like um, Oakley Platers. Out like yeah. Oakley Platers. You've got Najim. So hail. Hail the great man. Hail. Uh, as Fura, hypothetical, eight, nine, and 11 barriers. They're going to go mad. As Fura, um, Mitch Aiken. I thought he gave a thing a peach last start, and I thought he was like out of his depth in that race. This is going to be even harder. That's a really tricky barrier. Uh, it's not going to get the, the right run. It's going to have a setback from barrier 11 with this map if there's no scratchings. Recommendation and Q-Man will kick up from the good draws. Brundell has good speed. SF, calm down, scary, we know. Uh, it'll be forward thereabouts. Skew with King's Gambit. Benedetta will get a great run from five. Mornings and Glory from seven. They won't be negative. Um, Shripper, what a horse. It could it could lead a race normally. It can't go near it here. It'll be back wide, blending. It'll be three, four wide. Um, and then Carlos Lampica and Razor Ray at the back. Um, if there's no scratchings, there's an intense speed here, sustained speed. Um there's some fascinating setups here. You got the thirsty, hungry Craig Newitt on Shripper, who's like genuinely like talented, freakish. Najim's got like this little setup, Pete, that just puts lead in the pencil. Yeah, I, like Shinto Celine Gordray wide draw, like. Now, I don't know if her or uh, the young lady yesterday almost brought down the whole field, but Celine's riding with aggression. She was about the hottest mm. rider in Victoria six, you know, a month ago. Not that I followed the uh, stats too closely, but she seemed to be picking up winners all around the joint. At prices. I, I don't, yeah. This race is just so, so, so juicy. Why can't Kalos win? It can, because they could go mad here. This is where it comes down to, like, if, if the track races how we think it will, then I, I want to sort of lean into the Shrippers, um, the Hypotheticals, maybe even the Mornington Glories, maybe Ray, um, maybe the Kaloses. But if it races the other way, then it's a bit tricky. I want this race to be rails and run inferior and then blending and just letting down. Yeah. I, I think either way, like we're expecting obviously a really good speed. I don't think you necessarily want to be rails and run regardless, just purely off the race shape, because at some point they're going to have to start peaking. 
those horses on speed and you want to be rolling with momentum off that camber. That's the way I'm looking at it. Like, it would have to be a really weird race shape for them to be progressively increasing their speed and to try and string them out. Given there's enough speed drawn wide, it's just really difficult to see that happening here. Are you, so I think we're sort of saying King's Gambit's fucked. Yeah, at the price, I think you have to take it on from gate one. And I know it won that stupid Sydney race where it had gate one last prep, and I was thinking that much the same thing. What was that race where it, uh, the Roman console? I think Tommy Berry snagged it back from gate seven to the rail. <laughs> anyway, um, I can't see that being necessarily beneficial here. So I really like the setup for Ray Magnerio here. I think Jai's perfect. Like this is perfect Jai territory. Good speed up front. The horse is running super splits. It handles tempo, despite the fact it will get back. Uh, last start, awesome splits going through the line. I, I, I King's Gambit trialed enormous has fifty kilos. J car, big yard. Watch that horse. Massive. This race is impossible. I think. Because even Sharipa, who's like, I think the the sort of spiral horse that wins this race sometimes, sets up well for this race, this sort of horse, or maybe Ray, but Sharipa failed covering ground cornering at Caulfield. Mm. But it had a much softer rider on it than Craig knew it. But because it didn't corner that well, and then when it was more positively written, killed him. But it, and then it was really good down the straight. This is very different. So I think I lean a little bit harder to sort of track and trippy horses here, and I don't know what to do to be honest. Yeah, I've still got time for hypothetical, and I think Dave just drawn outside a couple of those genuine leaders like Naheem, and. Um, you know, there has to be a chance of hypothetical just sort of blends into a perfect spot and just went too slow there last start. I think that's fair to say. I don't think the race, race shape suited that horse. So going back to its previous start at Caulfield, that was a really good figure and fast run tempo. So I guess hypothetical and Ray Magneria are the two I'm I'm gravitating towards here. I'm interested in Najim. I liked, I wanted to find Chain of Lightning. Started $7 in this race last year at Sandown on the lakeside, but that was with Craig Williams. It's got Carlene Heffalon from Barrett 10. So, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, maybe even a horse like recommendation. 320 last start versus V8. Yeah, PR. That's well enough. And then we're forgetting about Benedetta. That's the one. I think that's a better fresh horse. Here it is first up in a group, looking for a group one. Mad one on. first up a group three last prep, Rob, this track, but 1,200 metres. Well, this is going to be like 1,200 metres. This could be a test in horses. It sounds like it's setting up for horses off speed. and I'm, I just I'm, have a hard time, Rob. I guess, how is Ray Magnirio, Pete, the same price as Benedetto? They're not the same horse yet. Raise on an no. upward spiral, but Benedetta is pretty fucking good. Yeah, I, I look, I'd just say match fitness probably more than anything. You know, once, although has Ray been up for too long? That's the other thing. Uh, this is what 
three runs after a freshen up so far this prep uh five before that before after another freshen up it's this is all its first prep really so um fascinating i think i'll tip for the show i'll tip benedetta brunadel najim they're the three i'll 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 tip you on the show at the moment Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential advice, call 1-800-858-858 or visit the website. And chances are that my selections might change by Saturday because I will do my work on this race. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a, it's obviously a tough race. I'd definitely say that the Kiwi uh, skewer can't win. Short of its best, yeah? Well, well short, yeah. Um, But yeah, get, uh, our man Gavin Bidgegood gets his chance at Group 1 glory. Well, decent chance. Gets a bit of weight off. Um, oh, what was it? Where it ran against last time. Uh, gets a bit of weight off uh, Kalos S4, five kilos off or four and a half um, for only a 2.1 margin on those ones. Something. Yeah. We'll, we'll bl- blend in the map well. Yeah. Mm. All right, uh, cool. That'll do us for Caulfield then. Uh, we'll get into some best bets. Any more TV show stuff? No. Okay. No, no more TV recommendations. <laughs> uh, has anyone got their best bet ready? Yeah. Pete. Race for Caulfield. Ooh. Yeah. Hang on, Race. let me guess, let me guess. All right. Thinking time. Mar Harbour. Yeah. No, no, that's 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 a saving the saving bet. But for the purpose of this exercise, Brave made. I really like. Oh, it. downhill skiing, so, guys. Downhill skiing. <laughs> Find the V. I, I really could have. I was tempted, tempted with Imperatriz last week. What do we think of Imperatriz, by the way? That first up. Oh, phenomenal barrier trial. What? Just yeah. one of the great barrier trials all the time. Yeah. Fancy giving that that horse just a soft lead and thinking to run past it in a group one. Yeah. Fascinating map, wasn't it? Um, oh. Yeah, Brave Me, it was a super performance there first up off the freshen. Um, you could argue that's as good as that horse has ever gone. Versatile map, Blake Shin, Seymour, blah, blah, blah. I think there's a lot of just horses that don't set up great here that are still single figures. Um, they're either going to be back or on the rail or they're inconclusive at best from what they've produced, whereas Brave Mead's a far more consistent conveyance. So, uh, what, $3.30, $3.40 or so? I'm happy to back that. Locking that in or uh, looking at SP? He wants to say half-half. He can't do it. No, nah, locking it in. Maharaba's beat it, beat it twice in, uh, when they've met. Yeah, that's okay. If Hello World gets out what to thirty dollars bet fair late, I wouldn't lose on it. All right, uh, Rob, have you got the best bet lined up? You're on mute there. Yeah. Um. Look, I've been chopping and changing. I was thinking about doing the two-year-old Blue Diamond as I can't find a winner in uh, Sydney. Um. But I think I might go with the uh, Oakley Plate uh, three-bet play. All runners on Benedetta. Kalos and Ray Magnilio, 0.333 on all those three. Are we allowing this? Yeah, well, same same race. So I, I don't know. Up to yeah, you. it's the same race. Well, uh, 
Why not? Come on. Um, Sydney looks impossible. Unless you want to give me $8 end cap, which is, uh, I think, probably around, you know, I think that, that should be fair. Is $0 available? I'm not a bookmaker. Well, there will be probably will be on the day. <laughs> I don't know. Give me, give me, give me, give me something. Peter, you're the boss. Are we allowing that? I'll give you your Oakley plate. What were the numbers again? Or what were the horses? Uh, I don't, I don't. Benedetta, Talos, Ray Magnaria. 8, 1, and 14. Mm. All right. Thank you, boys. I'll, uh, I'll accept it. All right, uh, Jack. Fastest last 200, 100 of the day last start. SP Profile Elite. Lovely horse. A beautiful mare. One of the only mares that can run by this stallion. Yendel off, J-Car on. Race two, number 13, Ken. Oh, It'll get complete PR oh, oh, oh. for the first time in its life. Goodness, it's going to be it and Midtown Boss down the straight. Hopefully Midtown Drifts, and I'll be on both. But it's seven dollars. Give me, give me, give me, Ken. Oh, that's just that horse is foul. I'm sorry. Sorry to connections, but not really. Um, oh. I don't know if they'll be listening. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely don't. It's just, yeah. All right, Ken, it is. Um, I'll go to a Group One in New Zealand at Otaki race. <laughs> uh, the Otaki Classic there over a mile. Of course, you're well familiar with uh, Jack and Pete, mostly Aegon. Mm. Uh, was very good um, first up in a Group 1 here. Over a mile, drew 17, got back to 17th, flew home for fourth, uh, weaving a passage there, beating 1.4 lengths. Um, that was 1.4 lengths to the favourite of this race, Desert Lightning, who beat Legato last start, um, who has since won a group one. Um, yeah, I just thought the uh, Aegon back to a mile, the, um, some of its form in, in Victoria around um, Mr. Brightside, Alligator Blood, Tuvalu, some, some very good horses. Um, draws well in five, probably still gets back, but a, a much smaller field. Uh, I think it can get, get to the outside and be winning at $9. Who's the favourite in that race, Jono? Uh, Desert Lightning. So that's the, oh. horse, the horse that beat Legato on Caraca. Yeah. Um, I, I think it is hard to beat, um, but it won't, get a, it won't get a soft lead or anything. There's a couple here that will go forward with it. Um, so I thought it set up nicely for Aegon. And there is a little bit of rain around, which will only help his chances, I thought. Very nice. Beautiful. All right. That's the Mailbag Preview Show, uh, episode 3042. If you <laughs> want to enjoy your Saturday even more, head to themailbag.com.au. Bet in Sydney. Let Rob hold your hand. You get an update on your app, five minutes for each and every race, a yard, preview, plus staking accountable betting advice. And if you're sick and just want to keep betting all day long, get pistol stuff. He absolutely put on a clinic yesterday. They'll be racing well into the late night in the Eastern States over there in Perth on Saturday. Never a better time to get involved. Can't get my stuff, but you can get there too, stuff. Get involved. Say, what do you mean if you're sick? I actually haven't lost a Saturday so far this year. I just love betting. I mean, you know, yeah. if you want to if you want to bet from 
you know, midday till 8 p.m., I think you're a bit sick. You're our people. You're like me. Get get Peter stuff. You know, if if a four hour session's more you go, then I don't know. Set and forget, baby. Uh, <laughs> horses available. J o n o at mailbag.com.au. Uh, I maybe one share left in the yes 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 cult with Gay and Adrian. Uh, but an array of horses to suit all budgets, tried and yearlings. Uh, we'd love to have you in our stable, Jono, J-O-N-O, at themailbag.com.au. A phenomenal, fat, juicy weekends, racing and sport. Hope you enjoy it. Gamble responsibly. Bye for now.